that we already have everything that we need to be happy. It's just our thoughts that hold us in the prison that we can't be happy until X. Welcome to Connect Back In Podcast. I'm Morgan King, your host, and I'm so passionate about sharing with you the spiritual concepts that have transformed my life. It is not always an easy path, but I know within my soul that if it's good on the inside, it's good on the outside. Through interviews with experts and my personal experience, we will break down how to live a spiritual life in today's society. My hope is that you find the inspiration and support you need as you explore your own journey to connect back in. Welcome to Connect Back In. It's your host, Morgan King. And excuse me if you can hear a slight humming in the background today. I have the fans going at my house because we don't have air conditioning. Our house is really old. And we have like the portable unit for the bedroom, which is a godsend because I could not imagine sleeping without it. I don't know how I grew up without air, uh, especially in those Wisconsin summers. But it's been really hot here in San Diego. So sitting in my office even... I am very warm. I'm debating on using additional energy that I know is frowned upon in California, getting another unit just because it's a little unbearable. I'm like on calls with my clients on Zoom and I'm legit dripping sweat. So I'm in my living room right now and we're going to give this a shot because I missed last week. I haven't recorded a podcast in a little bit and I wanted to talk a little bit today about this latest book I'm reading. It's by Anthony DeMello. And it's all about attachments and trying to fix ourselves and acquire happiness, which he states that happiness is not a thing. It's not like a object. It's not something you acquire. It's something that you just naturally are. And it's something that we either resist or allow. And he also talks a lot about programming. And I love this because the way in which he describes it, I've talked about on other episodes, you've probably heard it in other books or from other people, but he shares it in a way that's very, you can process it intellectually pretty well. And how he does it is essentially... The old story that we've all been taught and we've been programmed to believe that if we work hard, we get the things, we become that person who's made it. And he even asks in the book, made what? Like, what does that even mean? Has found quote unquote success. Then they will get happiness. And what he's found in his studies and what he preaches about is that it's our attachments to people, experiences, things that causes our suffering. So let me explain this a little bit more is once I have that relationship or that body or that salary, then I'll be happy. And we put that happiness outside of ourselves. But then once we attain that thing, not only do our desires continue to grow and expand, But then it becomes the cause of our suffering because we're fearful that it won't be around. It's almost as if we become a slave to those things in our lives because life outside of us is ever-changing and it's out of our control. 
And the challenge with putting our power to those things to provide us with security and happiness and trying to control it is impossible. So when someone dies or someone leaves or we lose our job, we go bankrupt, we lose money, it devastates us. And we're constantly on this cycle because as beings, we're ever evolving, we're ever growing, we're ever changing, which is great. It helps expand the world, our minds, everything. But if the line is always moving, meaning the once I get there line, then we truly can never feel fulfilled. So he talks about the way in which you can become happy is to release attachment. And I thought about it and there are things, of course, in this physical like 3D world that I'm attached to and my brain will go, well, I have to pay bills. Like I need money, you know, just like the whole rational thought. But it's so much deeper than that. And if you're willing to go deeper and truly look at everything for what it is, it really becomes true that we already have everything that we need to be happy. It's just our thoughts that hold us in the prison that we can't be happy until X. And what's crazy is the thoughts hold the power, but we hold the power over our thoughts. Have you ever examined what you think about? Because having awareness is what gives you the power to then detach from your attachments. Becoming the observer in your experience versus identifying with your thoughts. So I've said on here a million times is your thoughts create your beliefs, which then drives your action and then creates your reality. And it's a concept and you may or may not understand it, but it's true. And even myself, I find craving happiness and wanting to become detached from attachments, which is ironic and hilarious because the whole point of finding happiness is releasing craving, releasing the need to acquire things, people and experiences and just being. So the very thing that I'm trying <laughs> to do, I'm pulling away from myself because I'm trying to make it happen. I'm forcing it to happen, right? So the way in which you can go about this is really becoming the observer of your thoughts. And doing this takes a lot of presence and it takes you out of the norm that society expects us to be in. Kind of that hustle bustle, move forward and get things done and check off the to-do list. But think for a second, acting as the observer and when you react or you feel a certain emotion or you think a certain thought is just allowing it to be there and not judging it and just not identifying with it because you are the observer of your thoughts. 
an analogy I've been thinking about a lot, and he actually brings up something similar in the book, but a couple of weeks ago, it hit me of like, when it comes to comparison or it comes to you being in the right spot or the wrong spot, or you're, you're, you're a good person, you're a bad person. Those definitions are complete bullshit. And they're based upon an individual's perception of who you are. And what's right or wrong is a very, in most cases, an individual thought. But what if, I mean, obviously there's the extremes, but I'm just talking basics here to get my point across. What if we could think of ourselves, and this is getting real granola, real woo-woo over here, is as trees. And trees grow at varying rates. And they sometimes have deep roots. They sometimes have short roots. Sometimes they bloom flowers. Sometimes they don't and they die quickly. But you never look at a tree and judge a tree for where it's at or not growing fast enough or not blooming enough flowers or blooming too late or blooming too early. Everything unfolds exactly as it should and within divine timing, which to me is perfect timing. And we never, we just see it for what it is. We just accept a tree. And in the book, he uses the analogy of a rose. A rose was never taught to think that it wasn't good enough. A rose just is. And it doesn't worry about dying. It doesn't worry about not blooming enough. It just does its thing and lives its cycle and moves on. And in a sense, he's stating that this is kind of what we're meant to do here. And it's not about getting the stuff. And he even talks about the people who sometimes are at the top chasing happiness are the most miserable ones because they miss the memo and they've been looking in the wrong direction. And so now they're sitting there and they're like, well, I have everything and I'm still not happy. Like I must be really effed up. And it couldn't be further from the truth. It's just the idea that you were searching for something outside yourself that was already there. This episode also stems from, I saw a social media post and it was essentially along the lines of like, you, you haven't arrived, you'll never arrive. Like if you think you've arrived, then you're doing it wrong. And why are we holding ourselves away from the very thing that we're striving to achieve when ultimately like who's to decide who's arrived and who hasn't? What if you gave yourself permission to say like, I don't need to measure myself up against anything. I've arrived just because I am. I have nothing to prove and I can just be. It releases so much pressure. Who would you show up as if you didn't have to do X, Y, Z? Like that is a crazy thought and it just creates this ease and removes a lot of resistance. Because even in the goals that I have set for myself, of course, I have like physical world goals. I have financial goals for my business. I'm launching this course. Um, And as much as I try to be detached from the outcome, 
so that I can truly just enjoy the process and focus on creating joy within the journey, that's still there. But now, after reading this book and taking on these practices and being present, is allowing myself to be the observer of that. So yeah, okay, I'm still focused on wanting to make money. I'm still, I still have attachments. I still judge people. I still judge myself. And that's okay. Nothing needs to change. What if I could accept that just as it is? So maybe the tree has really thick branches and has this really gnarly sap that comes off of it. And it's not ideal, but that's based off of who's who's deciding? What if they were just like, I mean, the tree doesn't care. The tree's just like, yeah, this is what I do. And what if we just let ourselves be and weren't trying to change anything? What if you just said, I'm at peace and I'm whole and I love myself just as I am. I have nothing to prove, nothing to earn. I can just enjoy this one and only life And I believe that if you can allow yourself that sense of freedom, all the happiness and all the feelings and emotions that you're looking to achieve through acquiring things and experiences and people would naturally flow into you very easily. But it can't be a forced job. It's just observing. Letting yourself have thoughts that you have and not attaching your identity to them. So if you're interested in his work, I actually started listening to it on YouTube. And he talks a lot about awareness, which ultimately dissolves a lot of fear and allows you to be present and just experience pure bliss because you're able to just accept things as they are. You're not trying to change the world so that you can be happy. The idea of once you change, once you become different, then I'll I'll be able to change my behavior. It's like, it kind of sounds ridiculous when we say it in that way, but it's true. When we get upset at people or judge people, it's like, I, I want you to be different so I can feel good. It's like, no, you can just feel good. No one has the ability or the power unless you give it to them to make you feel any way that you don't want to feel. Isn't that kind of incredible? You can think what you want to think regardless of appearances. And you can feel what you want to feel. It's a choice. And I understand it doesn't feel that way sometimes, but maybe come on this journey with me and decide even just for today or just for this moment or just for the next hour, you're going to give yourself grace and you're going to become the observer and you're not going to judge yourself. You're just going to accept who you are and know that you're the only you and you're the only you there ever will be and give the world the opportunity to experience your most authentic self and just let yourself be. So I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Like I said, check out Anthony DeMello's work, if you're interested at all. Some of it's a little harsh and he'll be like, he'll call us like stupid and just like really (laughs) like low level um, names for doing the things that we do. But hey, like 
mean, we're all doing the best that we can and we're all learning off this blueprint that we've been taught. And so it isn't until you come across uh, experience in life in which you're really suffering where you say, this can't be all there is. This cannot be the way to live that you finally look for something different and you're more open to receiving that information. So I always joke that like, I didn't come across this information until I was 30, but that's completely untrue. I was given it multiple times throughout my life, but I was just so asleep and not open to these concepts that I wasn't able to receive that information. So as always, please know that you being here listening to this podcast, if any of it resonated with you, if you could listen to it, if you heard something, that's because in that moment you were ready to receive that information. I don't believe anything happens by accident. I think you were brought to this podcast to get information or maybe save it and bookmark it for later because you'll be ready to receive it then. There's nothing wrong if you didn't get anything from it. You're on your own journey. Your tree is growing at the perfect pace. There's no need to compare or judge. So, oh, please write a review or share this on the social medias. You can use my Instagram handle at Morgan King Real Estate. I'd love to hear if you did get a nugget of wisdom from it and continue to stay safe out there and cool (laughs) if you are in a hot zone. And until next time. Did you enjoy this episode? If you did, then head on over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. We sincerely appreciate your feedback. Stay tuned for another episode of Connect Back In and thank you for listening.